Dawn of the Horrorcast and other genres with your host, Alex Matula. Welcome to the Dawn of the Horrorcast. This is your host, Alex. Happy New Year, everybody. It's my first episode of 2023. 2022 was a great year for horror, and that's why we're here today. And I got Lauren and Jake here, my dudes. Been on the show Yo. a couple times. Hey, hey, hey. How have you guys been? Living a good life. <laughs> yeah. I could say the same. The best yeah. life. The best life I can right now, at least. Uh-huh. Yeah. Congratulations, Jake. Uh, becoming a father soon. Thank you. Thank you. Same back to you, man. Having sex. Oh, yeah. It was great. <laughs> yeah. It was an awesome time. I'd like to do it again sometime. Yeah, do it more than once if you can. <laughs> yeah, I myself had sex because, you know, I'm having a child too. Well, me me and Jake's kid are going to be born around the same time in in the month of July. Yep, yep, yep. I don't have Pretty any crazy when I... so that means I'm a virgin. <laughs> it must be if you if you have a if you don't have a child, I mean, yeah. you're not allowed to have you, you're not allowed to have sex unless you intend on procreating. Exactly. So. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just Amen. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on, everybody? Other than uh, the new uh, news in our lives, Larne, what are you up to? How's uh, the film business going? Uh, brother, I'm, I'm just trying to really push the podcast this year. It's about the only thing that's going to keep me relevant. I'm kind of on, um, a real world opportunity where I can make a boatload of money. So I'm kind of trying to bite down on that. And I'm trying to look for some sort of project that I can attach myself to, but like, I'm most likely can't be the main, you know, key to the whole movie, you know? So any, uh, film people out there that, straight up just want an actor you know that uh, that's a smaller part uh i'm all about being a part of your project because everybody always flocks to me for mine and i'm always just like why do i gotta pay for everything put me put me in your project already <laughs> i know when uh dark military you had a big role and terrifier too which you didn't have any speaking parts mm-hmm. but other than dark military have you had uh big uh speaking roles or anything Dark Military and Terrifier 2 would probably be like the in, in Pennsylvania hardcore movie, it would be the three films if if the world was to end that like my name's attached to of being proud. I've been in easily like 80 other independent films. Some of them just never saw the light of day. Some of them um are ho- so bad, trauma bad that like I'll I'll put it on the outside screen, like, yo, watch this horrible acting from me and everybody else. Like it you're just you got to have fun with it too, but I hate that I've been around for about 10 years now and like there's not, I don't have a better resume of like material that anyone could just pull up online. Uh, but that was honestly the, a kid that came from the wrestling and MMA background, stuff like that, like jumping in. I didn't know where to go. I didn't know who the bad guys were. I didn't know that there was laziness. You know, I had to go through three or four years of knowing where to go and not go. And then taking the ball and kind of learning from the ground up, you know, with, 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 uh, until I finally got some help desk on the West Coast, you know, I can say now, like, I feel seasoned. Do I know everything? No, the business is always changing. So you, there's only so much you can know. So I would like to have at least a dark military too, uh, maybe a bigger role in Terrifier 3, you know, something, something, you know, the mega hit that you're looking for. And I don't care about, 
walking the streets and everybody knowing my name. I, I actually don't want that, but I would like a bigger respectability in the horror movie community that when I go to like a horror movie convention, like everybody knows like, Oh, that's Lauren, you know, but it's kind of a turn it on, turn it off sort of thing. If, if you right. will, you know, so that's all I want, you know, that I want to be convention worthy and I've done some minor ones, but you know, I'd feel weird being at a major one where they might look over and be like, you know, some people know, some people, I don't, I don't want to be the guy, everyone's passing their table. That's, that's really embarrassing. I've watched that. And I'm like, I don't ever right now at conventions, is that like your way of like putting your name out there? Pretty yeah, much that's right? where I, to me, you want your respect, you know, like you're doing all that. That's where you're hoping. That's my audience. That's what I want to win over completely, you know? And it's not like people, I'm not known, but am I fully known? No, I'm not. If they do, I oh, when they make a Terrifier 3, uh, I would like to see or kill you. <laughs> that would be cool. I've, I've been plugging that for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Before Terrifier 2 came out, you said you were in it. I didn't know what your role was. I was like, is Ark going to kill Lauren? That'd I was be... really hoping, but the, if you really look at that, I mean, I'm sure that we, I have a feeling we're going to talk about that movie later, but there, that, that was like young, late teens roles there wasn't really like hey there's a 30 40 50 year old guy walking around like that it just didn't work out like i i kind of didn't belong in any of that you know so i was where i was 2022 was an amazing year for horror i think it was the best year for horror in like i don't even know i don't even know i just think last year they put out one banger after another so we're just gonna be talking about our top five Favorite horror movies of 2022, and then we're going to shout out whatever 2022 movies that you liked a lot as well, and we're going to talk about some shitty ones as well. So, who wants to go first? I mean, I'll start if if y'all are cool with that. Yeah, go for it. So, uh, the the new Hellraiser is my number five. Hell yeah. <laughs> I know that that's one that's gotten some mixed reviews, and I think my list is really going to fuck you guys up. But, yeah, that's where I'm starting. I, I love it. I love the new – I don't want to say new direction, but the the refreshed refreshed uh, take on all that shit. The, the new Cenobites really looked awesome. Uh, it was a lot of practical effects. Um, the story – wasn't too great, but overall, I just thought it really looked awesome. What is it you pray for? What is it you pray for? What it feel like? A joyful note without change. It wasn't as good as the original first two. No, but I think it was it was the the best one that's come out in like fifteen years, probably. If you stuck out and if you stuck it out and watched all of every single Hellraiser movie, it's better than a lot of the last ones that have come out. Oh yeah, I, I I haven't really watched any of the sequels past Bloodline. I think I I've saw Revela- Revelations was terrible. I mean they but, they they uh they did two 
probably within the last 10 years that didn't have Doug Bradley in them. And that was just, I mean, I think what I liked about the newest one is that you can't have a dude replacing Pinhead, but uh, because any, any male actor, you're going to compare it to the OG. So mm-hmm. a female take is fresh. So it's, it's, it's something that you can't really hold up to any other standard besides being new and, and in a new take on it. Yeah, the new the new pinhead was awesome. I, I did like the new Hellraiser a lot. And from what I understand, I haven't read the the book. I don't even think I finished the book, but I read the beginning of the book years ago. And from what people are saying, the new the new head's lead Cenobite was really similar to the lead Cenobite in the book. Yeah, I mean, I keep saying girl, but it's more of a androgynous thing, I guess. Yeah, yeah, and the uh, the girl is a male to female transgendered person, so uh, it, it makes sense in a way because I think it, in in the book in the in the book, um, Pinhead or the lead Cenobite was supposed to be genderless anyway. Yeah, Lauren, have you? I know last time you were like fuck that, but did you ever come around to watching it? Same two words, yeah. Uh, I can't, I can't do it. Guys. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm very big on you, you. You hyped the year up. That was really good. I think horror's getting still getting more worse and worse. I think we're, we're constantly hitting a, the, the reboot button. I think a lot of the stories are very similar. Um, I'm glad you didn't want to do a top 10 because damn it. You there? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you didn't want to do a top 10 cause I wouldn't be able to give you 10. Um, when it comes to this, really when it comes to Pinhead, that story overall, when you look at the 80s, which was like an amazing era, you had like Jason's mask, Michael's mask, you know, you have Leatherface is amazing. When you saw Pinhead the first time, you were like, wow, like, look at that. Like, that's what's more on his freaking, freaking pins in his face. That's amazing. And the whole idea of like, he doesn't do anything to you. It's hell's rules where chains come down and rip you apart. Like it was a unique story for its time. When I look back at it, the first Hellraiser to me is extremely boring. Classic, but boring. I like the second one a real lot. Yeah, yeah. The best. I, that's that is the best. And I hold a torch. A lot of people don't like it. I like Hell on Earth. I like the club scene. I like yeah. that you know the DJ and everybody's walking down the street and this. That's what I was waiting for. I don't say complete chaos. Like, well, I want to see Hell on Earth. So I like the third, and then the fourth. You could just clearly see it's the '90s and horrors in a bad pit until Scream came along. So <laughs> I checked out of uh, Hellraiser. And I've been very vocal about not politicalness, but but because no party represents me. I represent me. I don't like woke culture, and I felt this. I get that you're supposed to be genderless. I just feel again like when I turn the TV on these days or a movie, what something just pops up, and it's just like you know these are new rules, right? Did you see what you're watching here? Like I, uh, I mean, it, I get it, you there 100. It, it's wrecking me, so I can't go near this movie. So, you know, 
talks amongst yourself, but I'm 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 out. <laughs> this is the only reason why I, the only TV show I watch now is Yellowstone because I don't got to worry about that. It's just like <laughs> man, shit. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> Call me a little jockey, but you know that's it's the truth. I can't. I there's nothing genuine about checking the boxes. I understand. I've been in a punk rock scene 30 years. I've always thought different. So basically everything being taught to me now, I've been there forever. That's like someone telling me about Nine Inch Nails. It's like, you don't understand. It's the greatest band. Like, yeah, I've known about them since the early night. No, you don't understand. But like, go over there. You know, like, (laughs) (laughs) that's what I think of woke culture. Like, you're you're preaching to the choir. I've I've been there way before you, you know? Yeah. I, 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 I'm on the, I agree with you as well. Like I don't need to be preach things that I already know about, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know, but, but you got to understand, dude, stop. Yeah. Stop and me. The last so thing what? I watched and I said, I giving up on all TV, like all new, I watched, uh, I watched the Sandman and I really loved the story. I dug the actor, but just after a couple of here came every checkbox and I'm just like, you're freaking ruining this shit for me. But I was too into the story to back out, but I made a promise to myself. I'm out of all TV. You know, I'll watch my DVDs forever. Like I have no problem with it. I'm always out anyway. So like, I don't, not really a TV guy anyway. So, but that's my stamp on Hellraiser. Take that wool culture. <laughs> What's your number four? I'm um, number five, Lauren. Oh, Curveball, but you, we've already mentioned it. I'm going to go with Terrifier too. All right, five. Yes. All right. So, I mean, I was there 16 out of like the 70 some days they shot. Uh, Dark Military, my popularity through there kind of led me to when someone actually reaches out to Damien and David. I'm not just some fan saying, "Hey, I could help you. I'd love to help you." And you know, before you know it, I'm in with Phil and the Levies and Steve and what what a ride what a three year uh, uh, uh you know part of my life that uh you know i'm so thankful for and you know the the, the simple fact that like here i'm at qxc's i'm like all right they got me a role as the dj like i'm in the movie it was funny when that happened like it happened so fast i've had people hit me up say dude i thought you were in the movie i didn't see you but i also had a million my phone exploded Though at the other half of people's like, dude, I saw you. Holy crap, you're in that. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so it, it's like he, he's like, I've like, I have a distinct look. So they're like, yo, there he is. But um, it's cool. I love the known that I brought the film to Philadelphia. For anybody who's a Terrifier fan, that's listening. Like, well, what part did you bring? The final fight between Sienna and Art is in Philadelphia at the Fright Factory. Uh, which is a, a like right next to the old ECW arena. So that entire fight, yeah, yeah. art, oh yeah, art dies in Philadelphia by a Philadelphia yeah. in real life. So <laughs> I just and gotta art, say, go ahead. before before we go too far into this, not that I'm saying no spoilers, but I haven't seen Terrifier two yet. Oh boy, because it came out and uh, well. First, with uh, all of October, I spent in watching classics. I uh, I didn't want to interrupt that. Then November, I found out I was having a kid, and you know I didn't watch much at all. And then Christmas or all of December, I've watched Christmas movies. I'm, you know, I'm weird like that. But 
I'm actually really excited about this movie. I, I watched Terrifier 1 in October, part of my 31 Days of Halloween, but I haven't gotten around to it yet. I think I watched, honestly, guys, I think I watched like five horror movies between September and October. And the reason that is, isn't because I don't want to, but it's a big concert month in Philadelphia. It's always September and October because the big tours are over. And then like the five to 10 bands that were on this tour go solo to Union Transfer and the TLA and all that. So like I'm at like three or four shows a week, like. You know, those memories are going to last a lifetime. Those movies we've seen over and over. I could watch them any time. <laughs> so that's why when people do these 31 days of horror, I'm like, I don't know how they're doing it. Like, but, <laughs> but they do. <laughs> I try. It's yeah. kind of hard to watch a horror movie every day, but. Yeah, I think uh, those I think... are those are people that honestly, I, I'm not putting them down, but I just think they're homebodies. Like they got, they got the time. Very. To... Yeah. yeah. Very much. I'm not that a homebody. Right. I, I could watch one movie a day. Like, you know, like I watched singles yesterday, like early in the morning and I went to the gym and I was like a bolt. I just kept going and going and going. Right? <laughs> it's it's nice to sit there. 90 minutes. Cool. Flashback to the 91 and we're out of here. You know, like let's go start the day. So. Yeah. I'm a homebody too it's lately. So I just watch a shit ton of horror movies, especially in October. I'm trying to force myself to go out again. I, I haven't really been to as many shows as I used to get. I think I'll be I, at uh, the Wisdom and Change show next next Saturday at uh, Reading. Yeah, th that's going to be my first show of the year. I think I'm going to make myself go to that. Yeah, cool. I want, I, I want to hear Wisdom and Change do Blood for Blood covers. Yeah, I'm sure they'll throw some Wisdom in there. I've got a feeling, yeah. but uh, we'll yeah, see. Sure. The rest of the lineup seems all right, too. And, uh, you know, that's that. What's your number one? Or sorry, number five. My number five, it was a toss-up between this and the sadness, but I'm going to have to go with my number five being Dark Glasses, with, uh, directed by Dario Argento. Okay. All right, all right. Came out right in the middle of October, I think. The Shutter, It was the Shutter secret movie. Yeah, the Shutter, you know, it was the Shutter Secret movie. I, I love Italian 80s giallo, as they say, or I just call it Italian slasher movie. <laughs> but it was definitely like a, a throwback to Italian slashers from the 80s. I dig it. I can't say. I have to bow out. I didn't see it. I know who the director is and how big of a deal he is. Um, I do yeah, like I, I, I don't. I got to tell you, like, I like his work. I just don't chase it down every time it comes out. Like, it eventually, it's just like, eventually when I get to it, you know, you know, I think Quentin Tarantino yeah. is the only guy that I have to chase. The, he's the only director I have to chase the second his movie comes out because everyone's going to have opinions. I don't want spoilers. Yeah, it, it fell in my lap. I was just sitting down and I tuned in because I wanted to know what the secret shutter movie was. And it was that, and it, it immediately drew me in. And sometimes it's hard to draw me in when there's subtitles because, you know, I have to really, really focus to watch so, the movie. So, you're, you're completely right. It's like a movie like I love, like a House of Flying Daggers. Like I have to say, I have to sit down. Uh, the girl, the girl with the dragon tattoo, because I don't, I won't watch the American version, but. 
I have to sit there and be like, do I am I do I have the focus to read these these subtitles? Because you know, if you don't have it, you're not going to enjoy the movie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I definitely recommend Dark Glasses to those who haven't seen it. Sweet. Did Jake see this at all? No. So I tuned into the Shutter thing. And then uh, I'm going to be honest, I, I saw it with subtitles and I was like, it was like 10, 11 o'clock. I was like, yeah, I don't, I can't put this much effort into it right now. So, so it's yeah. one of those eventual watches for me too. It's not going anywhere. It's on shutter probably forever. So <laughs> sweet Jake, number four then, right? Are we up to that already? Yep. Cool. Number four. So my number four is going to be another one that, uh, people are going to feel some ways about so i got halloween ends at number four Ooh. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i feel like i feel like uh you're gonna love my list lauren oh i'm okay I, I could tell you already hit me with the worst film i think that was the, the worst ending to any horror movie franchise we know i'll be back in like two years but uh <laughs> And yeah, how, exactly. I know, for, for, uh, talking how horrible this film was, I could sit here all day. But I mean, so it, it, my, it's what you like. So go for it first. The, the way I feel is, uh, what was it? Halloween Kills. Absolutely hated. Checked out after that. You know, I, I wasn't expecting anything good out of this new one. And I really, I went into it expecting complete trash. And even though I didn't get a great conclusion to Michael Myers or the Halloween story, I got a, a movie that kept my attention the whole time and kept me interested and thrilled till the end. I mean, like you said, it's, it's not truly the end. So that's why I'm not holding it down as, you know, the complete end all be all because you know somebody else is going to take this series in a couple of years and do something else with it. But it, you also said, Lauren, that this year was not many good movies. So yeah. I took a movie, I took a movie that kept my attention all the way through and kept me interested. And I said, you know what, I'm gonna that's that's at least a good movie to me. And it it might not be the the end of Halloween that everybody wanted, but I had a lot of fun. Yeah, it was the, the, the opening scene, the whole opening scene. I think I audibly gasped and yelled and try to remember the opening scene. <laughs> I kind of blew a uh, gasket watching that movie. I just know Michael when, Myers. when the kid when the kid's at the door. Oh he, yeah, uh, he bangs yeah. down the door and the fucking kid falls over the railing and dies. Oh, uh, that was fun. Yeah, that was like an announcement that this kid. I already said, like I said, in my show, like it's an announcement that this kid's gonna attempt. They're gonna attempt to run with this kid, like as the new, mm-hmm. you know, as protege. Mm-hmm. But you know, th- the top thing is this. You know, Michael Myers lost a street fight in a sewer, like, like <laughs> I, 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 and they got it, and he got his mask stolen. And the kid, like Corey, was so like baby about it, like, yeah, yeah, I'm taking, I'm taking your mask, and I was like, oh my god. Like Michael Myers has lost a street fight from some kid, and the whole idea of like Laurie Strode. It was odd. Yeah, Laurie Strode and Michael are gonna fight, and like Michael just dies on a kitchen table. 
Like I, I could sit here forever, and I, the idea of Corey should have been introduced somehow in the series before this movie. Oh, yeah. It spread him 100%. out. The second movie, they yeah. could have had a good trilogy with the second movie that wasn't fucking. Yeah, and, and even even Laurie Strode's granddaughter is like mad at Laurie Strode, and it, it almost is like wouldn't you wouldn't the bond of her mom being killed by this guy? Wouldn't she be like right in grandma's <laughs> corner? I didn't understand. That was like another one I like popped in my head later. I'm like, I just think Danny McBride is a great comedian and I loved him, especially in uh, This is the End. He was amazing, but he should not be writing horror movies. He just shouldn't. Stay away from my alien franchise while you're at it, you know? <laughs> well, he was already in an alien movie. He wrote those, I think. I don't know. I hated the the alien reboots that came oh, out. Oh yeah, the Covenant was was so bad. I I stick up for Prometheus, but I did not. Covenant was like it killed me. Now, Covenant killed me as bad as this movie did. Yeah. <laughs> for Halloween, that's for me. I just uh, it was just terrible writing. I thought the the kills were cool. I was actually hoping for more of it. Be like I wanted it to be more. You think it's Michael Myers, but it turns out. It's Corey the whole time, or like he's just seeing Michael Myers, but it turns out it was him all along. That's what I was hoping. That, that, for. I, that, thought- I was telling everybody I kind of knew. I, I I knew from uh, a connection to my Terrifier family that, that what happened about this. So I was I was like already walking in like, well, yeah. to me, nothing was worse than Evil Dies Tonight. Like I, I had to put oh, this yeah. a little bit higher, a, just a little, but. There was like a lot of other problems with this movie too, though. Like the cop, like the cops harassing Corey because he used to. He's on duty, by the way. He's an on-duty cop harassing a <laughs> citizen. And I'm also looking at this guy. I'm like, a kid. This guy's 55 years old. Why would this young girl be dating? That was enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because in the first two, she's in high school. Four years later, or whatever. She's a, first off, she's a nurse. Like. Can she become a nurse that quickly after high school? Yeah, uh, I, I, I wondered that, and also that she's dating a fifty-five-year-old cop. Yeah, I, I just found it. I found it all weird. I, I did this. Did it was it was a it was a class one disaster. All three of those films were, and I'm one of them big believers. Like the Hellraisers, the Michael Myers, the Leatherfaces. There's nothing more to be said besides, to me, like a standalone side film. I, I think if they could pull a Rogue One, like like during between this and this, this happened over mm-hmm. here. I, you know, and I'm petrified for my ultimate guy, my Jason Voorhees, when he comes back, because I just got a feeling he's going to be in the wrong hands. I just do. I just got a feeling like... Is it possible he is coming back for that Peacock show or whatever? Yeah, so I think it's already sitting, but like I don't think it's um I think it's supposed to be like a prequel. I think it's like young Jason and the dad, isn't it? Is it about like the mom? There's more to the mom before the movie. So I don't I don't really know much the about the same it, thing with honest. dairy. Like it, they're gonna do a, a dairy from nineteen fifty. Yeah, so now, now that now. The, the book of it has enough context that hasn't been adapted that they could they could do that right, but some of this stuff yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm more about too. Like you could do that. You could do Jason from part one into part two. Like what was he doing? You know, I mean, you, you can. You, there's a lot of little things you could do. They there. could explain what Jason was doing uh, when the girl in Friday Thirteen Part Three 
was talking about how yep. Jason yeah. was I mean, trying there's, to... there's things you could do. I think you could take it back. I just don't know. My dream as a film director is not to direct Star Wars or, or the Marvel movie. I want to direct the Friday the 13th where I could bring it to modern times and still kind of tributes things that happened in the past. I have a whole thing up here, but you know, <laughs> I, I have a feeling I'm not going to be the guy they select. So <laughs> to write this, it'll probably be Steve Gutenberg or something. No, they'll like, they'll like Yo, you write this. <laughs> Even though Halloween ends was one of the biggest disappointments for me. Yeah. Still plan on buying it on Blu-ray when it goes down in price. That's called supporting the monster, though, dude. They're, you're, you're patting them on the back and saying it's okay to the f up. I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly Just, what you're doing. Anytime you, you're going to the box office, that's why I was like a stream on Peacock was how I did it. Like, cause I, I even said uh, if it wasn't going to Peacock, I would have just held my breath and waited for someone to get it on video or something that I could watch it, but. That's how when I things, watch it. When things go to Peacock, it was kind of like the monsters going to um, Netflix. Netflix. It's already got like this. You have no legs. This is gonna bomb. Let's just get the streaming. You know. So yeah. I don't know what number we're on. Where are we at, Alex? You're oh, four, four, I think. I, I four. All right. So yeah, you're four. Yeah. All right. So I'm happy with my um, one, two, and three. I literally said it's such a bad year that I had to. Uh, I'm, this is kind of a filler, but I did like this film because it's a character we know. I'm going to go with um, Orphan Kills, first kill. Okay. I, yeah, I like I liked it a lot. Um, I thought it was cool, and I thought I always liked Julia Stiles. So when, that curveball, where the oh my god, the mom is screwed up. Like yeah, like so I thought it was kind of cool seeing Esther who's in control with a sinister mind now has to battle a mom who's more, might be more sinister with her. So they're playing human chess in a house. I didn't know that was like so freaking cool. So I like the character Esther. I thought the first orphan like was really freaking awesome. Um, so yeah, I liked that. The uh, original orphan scared the shit out of me. Yeah. That twist. Yeah. At the end, and I don't know if Jake saw it, but the twist in the new one is good too. I haven't seen either. Oh, you have it? Okay. I I was going to guess your number one was going to be this movie because you said your number one is a prequel and a sequel or something. Oh, then his number one's probably my number one as well. We might have a tie. We'll see see when we get there. Yeah. So I was gonna guess that your your number one was Orphan First Kill, but I guess not. That's nope, interesting. Nope, nope. Yeah, I, yeah. Sorry, what? No, nah, it, it was cool. It's funny uh, that actress. I don't know her name, but she posted on uh, Instagram. You know, like when you walk out of a supermarket, like right before you pay, there's like DVDs for two or three dollars. She pulled Orphan out and took a picture. It was like making fun of herself a little bit. Like, yo, the movie <laughs> fell from grace, but that was pretty cool. <laughs> Is that the girl that played as Esther? As Esther, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like she held up her movie like, oh, it's in the shitty rack, you know? <laughs> so I thought that was cool. But that was uh, that was back when like we were on like The Ring and um, The Grudge, like creepy kids, darkness, yeah. you know? So I thought that was a... Uh, 
that was a really cool twist, you know, that she wasn't a kid. She, you know, she had disease and stuff where she, she just wasn't growing. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought it was just going to be a typical 2000s horror movie twist where it's like, oh, she was a ghost. Yeah. You know, something really cheesy like that. Yeah. So when you, if you could impress me in the first movie and you bring the right people back, like obviously she's the main one, but I'm right in, I'm right in for it, you know? What what drives me nuts about prequels though is there's always something that just doesn't connect right, and I think there was a couple of plot holes in this one that didn't quite connect right. So, you know, I, I, I liked did, it. I did tell you, Alex, that this is a hard list for me to do because I thought it was a sloppy year, a bad year. <laughs> so I had to trying to make a top five for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then I'll I'll do mine now, which uh, is was uh, your number five, which is Terrifier Two. Gotcha. Yeah, it just it was the practical effects and all the gore for me. That's what I liked about it. It was just so, so much practical effects that the, the the kills were just straight up disturbing, especially the one girl. Casey Hartnett's, yeah, at a valley, yeah, yeah, she, uh, yeah. That one was brutal. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know if you heard me say this. I had her on my, uh, my podcast, and uh, not this past Halloween, the Halloween before, David and Damien came to the Fright Factory to sign autographs. So that's where I spent my time. It was just with those three, and believe it or not, people were so interested in the haunted house. It, there wasn't, they didn't actually have a big line at all, and. Damon's just like, he pulls out his phone. He's like, you ready? I'm like, what? What? What are you doing? What are you showing me? And he showed me that six-minute kill. And he's just like, what do you think? I'm like, what'd you do to that poor girl? <laughs> it's like six minutes of just adding on and adding on. And that's that was supposed to fill um, the, be the challenging kill. It's supposed to top you know, the girl getting sawed in half in the first movie. That was supposed to be, you know the attempt to top it and depending who you ask, you know, which one was better. Yeah. Oh, the, the, the getting sawed in half was iconic. Yeah. It, it's kind of just so like, yeah, that's, it's what set the movie. He knew that he knew that when he wrote it, like this is going to set the movie off right here. <laughs> so yeah. it was, it was good again. You know, I'm, I'm glad to be a part of that family. You know, and wherever they go next, even beyond Terrifier, you know. So, you know, the Levy brothers, Fuzz on the Lens, you know, they, they've got their own um, franchise coming out, you know, so uh, for something else. And Damien has ideas for other movies as well. So, you know, I hope Damien doesn't rush the third one. I hope Damien kind of glorifies and has fun all of 2023. And, you know, instead of just shutting down and writing another, it doesn't need to come out that fast. It's hard to create a, a horror icon that's going to stick out. Yeah. And I think art's there. Art's up there with yeah, uh, for sure. art, horror art, icons. Now. Art's definitely there and well-deserving. I will be the guy of the, uh, of the team that says in the third movies where movies start, the fans start getting shittier because now that they feel they know the character whether it's art or anybody else they want to see the character do something and if they don't do it you people start giving shit 
You know, I always noticed that's the third movies where everybody's like, oh, I want to see this because they they feel they know the character. But, you know, so meanwhile, enjoy the ride. You know, that's what I tell everybody. Enjoy the ride because, you know, it, it's amazing. The response that 10 million at the box office and the budget's 250. I mean, that's 40 times the money. I mean, think yeah. about that. 40 times. It's freaking amazing for 20 times over. But yeah. Yeah, took took uh, the theaters by storm. It seems. Yeah, they, you know, it was supposed to be one week, and then you know we're carrying over. Okay, let's carry it over again and again. And I'm like, this is this is gorgeous. I mean, it's just amazing, and all is on the Howard Stern show, and like all the talk shows, and That's it, it was, was just say. crazy. Stephen King makes a post about it. You know, like Stephen King. I mean, you can't get any better approval than than him. So. Yeah, they got it created Pennywise. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, totally. And I, it's great because if you ever see the interview I did with Damien on my average superstar TV channel on YouTube, but he talks about when he made art, he didn't want to go near Pennywise. He didn't want to, like, he wanted to step on his toes. Yeah, yeah, no, and they're big toes, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> big shoes. <laughs> All right, Lauren or Jake, your number th- your number three is up. All right, so I just want to start off by saying I think if I saw this movie in theaters, it would have hopped up a spot, like uh, higher in my line. But uh, my number two I saw in theaters, and I think that definitely played in because these two were very close to me. Like it, it was hard for me to pick between the two, but my number three is X uh, by Ty West. Okay. And uh, it was just a fucking awesome slasher. I mean, uh, from it's a 70s gritty on a farm. I mean, it was it was one of the best straight up slasher movies I've seen in a long time. This is my highest approval, too. Uh, I, I hold I hold X will hold off on the other one until that gets brought up. But X was so. Maybe because I grew up loving porn of that era so much too, I, it, it kind of it was kind of a blend of both of my favorite worlds. But I also just loved the characters. I dug that like, I guess I had that Boogie Nights feel too, because like they're so talking about like the next scene and all that. Like mm. it didn't make me all happy. And then the fact that, and I know this sounds a little stupid because this stuff never amused me. But due to the woke culture, well, you don't see nakedness anymore. And like you saw everybody, <laughs> right. everybody, yeah. even a dude. Like I was like, good kid, Cuddy hanging down. Back, <laughs> like stop, stop being safe. And like Mia Goth, great, great actress. Incredible. Like, she bared everything. She didn't care over and over again. I was like, this is freaking awesome. And yeah. you know, I dug everything, the crocodile and all that. I'm like, that's gonna come back into play. I don't know where, but I it's gonna it. come back into play. And no idea what, like what Pearl was, you know. Then, then I actually didn't know this up front, but like halfway through the movie, I'm watching it with someone. I'm like, is that the same actress? And then like, yeah. you know, I, I didn't even know her. until after I saw the movie. Yeah, yeah. I caught it at the end because I'm like, yeah, th- she looks just like you know. So that because this like threw me out because everybody was hyping this movie, and I didn't see it for about four or five months after. And, you know, it was just on my. I told you guys I'm deflated. I don't think there's a lot of good movies. So when I got to see this, I was like, "Hell yeah!" Like, like hell, like hell yeah! And I was convinced that guy was McConaughey, and then I realized like that ain't McConaughey. <laughs> <laughs> he had a McConaughey vibe though. He did. And, and I'm like, I don't think McConaughey would do a movie like this anymore. You know, <laughs> like I don't think that this is his style. But uh, 
Yeah, you know, that guy definitely talked just like McConaughey a lot. You know, it's like, I think that guy was of uh, the guy that was in the ring with, not the Japanese one, of course, the American yeah. Ring. I think he was in that. I have to say, the Ring is one of the best movies, like in horror of this century. Like I, I and I like the second one just as much. I did not see Rings. I, I kind of already kind of got a bad feeling but <laughs> i turned on rings i yeah. think after the beginning i was like nah i'm not not watching this and i'd speaking, heard it's not great speaking of the rings that's in uh historia where they filmed the goonies and benji the haunted and short circuit the ring is there so i kind of was near the cliffs you know like where samira and all that like yeah it, it was cool i got to check out like a couple of locations when i was out there in oregon sick nice yeah all right lauren you're up all right. My number three. Uh, I had a good feeling about this. And then when I saw it, I gave a hell yeah. The Black Phone. Oh, hell yeah. I forgot about that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah that was good. Shit. Yeah, I dug the Black Phone a lot. Uh, I, I dug that. I was always a fan like Ethan Hawke. And then I thought Ethan Hawke the last 10 years has been taking too many dad roles. Like lame. I don't think they knew what to do with them. And I thought this was mm. a cool a cool way of bringing him back and seeing, so good. seeing him as a bad dude. I dug the kid. I thought that, that that was a really convincing actor. I dug, I guess I have a really, really recent memory of me being a kid. It's just, it, it's not like, you know, that's ever ago. It is ever ago, but it's, you know, it's right there. But like that kid sticking up for him in the bathroom and kicking everybody's ass. Like, I love that. Cause this is, it reminds me of a few <laughs> people that saved me. Cause I wasn't like the world's toughest kid. So, you know, I, I I dug every character when he was locked up. That's like going in Definitely. his mind and all that. Yeah, it was uh, it was cool and it was cool about whether he dreamed it or not. Like he, the kid's gonna grow up and fight back. Like he, this is the time he has to do it. I th- I thought that was a really cool cool thing. Whether yeah. whether he was really seeing the ghost or he went somewhere in his head and you know was pretending that they were there with him. But I thought that was all. Really freaking cool flick. Yeah, it was sort of like, uh, um, it was also a movie about a kid learning to stand up for himself, you know? Yes. He had to do it, you know, wherever he went in his mind or they were really talking to him, I was saying, yeah. Yep. Something I'll say that I thought was really cool is, uh, well, so the story was written by Joe Hill, yep. Stephen King's son. And uh, if, if if you look into it and and and, and take his dad's influence on it the girl definitely has the shine i think and that's that i thought that was cool because it 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 gave it gave me a a feeling of a lot of stephen king characters too the way the character development is and everything like that wait is that is that a fact or is that like a theory no no it's just it's just an observation if you if you take into you know the way That's all the kids in, in in the Stephen King universe, it's it's a lot of people have the shine and the shared characteristics. And the way that that character is in that movie, I think, one hundred percent is along the same lines as you know, your Danny and um, the one from the Talisman. I think, or there's there's a couple different characters throughout the whole Stephen King universe that have the shine and, and it's cool that you know stephen king's son kind of you know me 
to me. Like he, he definitely got, he got on base too. He's, I mean, yeah, no one's ever going to top his father, but it's kind of cool that like, you know, I know he has other things out there too, but that, that was a successful like movie. We're all going to know. Like there's people cosplaying, you know, Ethan Hawke's character. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. And Joe Hill is really carrying on his dad's legacy, even though Stephen King is still alive. He's still writing. Yeah. Joe, I've read a lot of Joe, not a lot. I've read a couple of Joe Hill's books. My favorite one being the, the heart shaped box, which I really enjoyed. And yeah, he's definitely carrying, going to carry his dad's torch. Hells. Yeah. So it's you now, right? Alex. Yes, it is. What's your my number three? three. My number three is Pearl. Okay. Yes. So, all right. So, go, Alex, say what you're going to say. Then I, I have to be. I have to jump in here after that. But go ahead. All right. All right. It was visually striking. I love that it was a period piece. There was a lot of period pieces in horror 2022, like X. Obviously, it's a prequel to X and the Black Phone, which took place in the 70s. I loved how it took place in like what was it? it was, I think it was pre war. I think Pearl was pre World War One or during World War One, and I just loved how it was like a journey into the mind of a mad woman. How she just declines. She wants to be famous, and then she declines into madness, and then she in, ends up going insane. But I loved like the color. Like it was very Technicolor. It it was just a visually striking movie, and that's why I loved it so much. Cool. All right, so let me just jump ahead. I, uh, I will only be able to do number two next because that's untouched. I put a tie for Pearl next to be my favorite horror movies of the year. And the reason I put them together because they're a package deal. Let's just face it. So those are my, my number one. I, I said I just piggybacking off the of X. Pearl was so good seeing a backstory, seeing almost that they took a page out of the Wizard of Oz and made it dark because that's what kind of what they were going for. Like the little, you know, the, she was supposed to kind of almost be Dorothy, yeah, you know, yeah. but, but with a, an insane family and she's insane. I, I dug the music so much of, of like that era. It was like an old fifties TV show. And I dug, I dug how hard she wanted to make it. And then just went mad doing it. I mean, she was in the top it all off her mom's, you know, pressuring her and, you know, on her case, why the dad's dying and all that from being sick. So you could see this was a woman ready to snap. And that ending credits where she's just smiling for a minute was one of the best things I've seen in a horror movie in ever because it's funny, but you're like, man, she's out there. Like, it's just that extended smile. It's like at the yeah. end, like, It wow. went on forever. Forever. Yeah. yeah and so tears I'm, are streaming down her face. Yeah, and I just, I just keep wondering, like, how old is that crocodile? That's all I keep thinking about. Like, how's that one crocodile? Is that the same one that survived all the way to the 70s? Oh, I, I, think, I think they're trying to imply that for sure, but yeah um but no that's i'll say it now pearl was my number one movie of this year it was incredible it was visually striking like you said it just i i I wasn't expecting much of it because i already loved x so much and i i didn't think 
the way the trailer said it, I, I I didn't know what to expect with it, but I didn't think it was going to be as much as a horror as I want. But what I got was emotional horror, and I mean, with some brutal kills, but it was... I'd compare it the way I felt watching it was the way I felt when I watched Joker, kind of. It's just, you know, you're watching somebody slowly descend into complete madness and just uh, you can't help but look away from all of it or you or you you can't you can't look away from all of it because it's just and it's beautiful but at the same time terrifying and one of the cool things the horror community could pay attention to with this is we got a new horror movie icon we got you know we got a screen queen mia goth Mm -hmm. is like you know yeah yeah both like really, she between the two movies, she was the good girl and well, that makes porn, and then the other one's like Crazy Pearl. So I've been hearing they want to go chase down Mia Goth's character from X because they had the camera to make a third one. Like you know, so yeah, I think I think it's already in production or okay. pre-production. Yeah. Maxine, I think it's Maxine. Yep. Well, I'm. Oh. Pumped. I'm pumped for that. Guys, I don't get amused by a lot of movies these days. That one did. And I love that, like, Pearl was nothing like X. Like, I, I was yeah, completely I, different. Tag film in it, but there was no, like, because I didn't know if, like, that dude was going to start filming her back, you know, behind. I thought that's what they were going for. Like, oh, you know, she's going to be in the early stag films, but they didn't go there. So I, I thought it was just really freaking great, man. Like, that is my. I mean, it doesn't matter because this isn't uh, this is not horror. But Maverick was my favorite movie of the year, but followed by these two. Yeah, I can't imagine. Well, X and Pearl are nothing like each other. I can't imagine Maxine <laughs> is going to be anything like these two movies. So I'm really interested. That's a, that'd be a beautiful see. trifecta if they do that. Like if they go into the 80s, maybe they chase her down. And now it's the 80s. That'd be kind of cool, you know. Like <laughs> yeah, I think that I think it's supposed to be in the 80s. So cool. I think it's supposed to be she breaks out of the porn industry and she's trying to make it in Hollywood or something. Oh, uh, yeah. But uh, and also in X, you've got the another the other scream queen, the girl that was in um that's Wednesday Adams and also was scream. in Scream Five. Like that girl's on fire. Jenny Ortega. By far, yeah. she's on fire. She's probably the it girl, probably even more than Mia Goth because she has three three hits this year. You know, compared to Mia, you know, so that's that's good. That's good for that's good for all of us. And you could throw Lauren Levera in there from Terrifier. So you got three girls that broke out this year. Yeah, yeah, she's gonna have a promising future too. Yep. All right, I want to go back then, to Terrifier right? and say um, Brandy, the the role of Brooke, a girl that you know. Jake, you didn't see it, but uh, yeah, well, Lauren Levera's best girl. Uh, I thought she was the best actress in the film. Uh, she, the blonde, she, yes, really, really great. Another girl from Philadelphia, but I would, I really would like to use her in the future. Great energy. I thought she was the best actress of the whole film. She was, she did her job in being very annoying in the movie. I'm not saying her as an actress, yeah. her character was annoying. At no point, but I also kind of dug her. I don't know. I guess I think that's a girl in school I'd have been drawn to because she was the outspoken <laughs> one. I don't know. But that's <laughs> and also, we can take a moment. No one talks about how Daniel LaRusso's son from Cobra Kai is in Terrifier 2 and he's so young there. Is he the little brother? 
He, no, he's the one that uh, with with Jonathan with the dead possum or the dead raccoon or whatever. Like, yeah, he's the kid at school. Oh. Yeah, that's that's little Daniel Larusso's son and and from, from Cobra Kai. So. And um, what's her name? Who's the teacher? Oh, Felissa, uh, Felissa Rose from from Sleepaway Camp. Yeah, <laughs> I thought she would have nice. a bigger part. Yeah, well, Felissa Rose. Yeah, when you really look at it, Damien based it around high school kids, like a lot of other movies. That's why you know there wasn't a whole lot of rooms for that. For that, so right. hopefully in, in the third movie, there's a whole bunch of roles like that for people like me. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Right. <laughs> Return, yeah, maybe Felissa Rose will come back and have a bigger role. Yeah. No, I don't want to give up, uh, give too much away since Jake hasn't seen it. Yeah, trust me, I'm I'm gonna watch it soon. I just I haven't had the I haven't had the full time to sit down and fully pay attention, and I want to give that movie its its proper watch. You know, are you two? We back. I think I'm I'm on to two, and then I already said my number one, so this is my last one to talk about. I think, but yeah, this would be my last one too. So yeah, go for it. Uh, So so you, Uh, Lauren, you already said your number two, which was per, which was no, no, I know I do have a number two to go with Jake. But my number one is Pearl and X together. I put it as a combo. So I'm out like for number one. Oh, okay. That's why so, when you when you brought up Pearl, I was like, well, bring it up now, you know, like you know. <laughs> yeah, we both we might as well talk about it now. Yeah. All right. Jake, but uh, my number? number two, Barbarian. So mm-hmm. I knew so nothing about mine. this movie. <laughs> I, I knew nothing about it at all. I actually, I was, I was real sick when it came out and I called out of work and this is probably, I mean, not real sick, but I had a cold, you know, and I wasn't, I was like, fuck it. I'm not going to work. And I actually, I didn't tell my girlfriend or anybody. I just went to the movies. I was by myself. I, I took a lot of fucking dabs before I went and just went, saw a movie that I had nothing and no idea about. And it, uh, it surprised the hell out of me. It's one of those movies where it does a uh, uh, 180 turn two to three times throughout it, and it was just a fun fucking movie. Yeah, yep. That's that's my number two as well. I actually watched it today with my wife. My wife never saw it, and she, my wife doesn't really like horror movies, but she knows she knows uh, Skarsgård. What what's what's his first name? Bill. Bill Skarsgård, yeah, she knows him. She knows, um, Jesus Christ, what's his name? Justin Long. Justin yeah. Long, yeah. She, Lord, have you seen this movie? Yeah, and I didn't like it. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm letting you guys go with your praise. Then I, then I could be that guy. Go ahead. Yeah. So I've seen, <laughs> I've already seen it a bunch of times since it came out. I'm watching it with my wife though. I was enjoying it. Just watching watching how she would react. Like the first half hour, she's like, Oh, he's the killer, isn't he? He's the yeah, killer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That's the best part. Once you've already watched it, is to watch it with somebody else and watch their reaction. But I, I had recently watched Castle Rock right before it, so seeing Bill Skarsgård was really cool. And I actually was pretty sad that he was, you know, taken out quite so early in the movie, but yeah, yeah. As soon as that happens, she's like, "Oh, I guess I was wrong." Then, as he's getting his head smashed into the wall, <coughs> it reminded love me of. The, like, I love the way the monster looked too. Them fucked up titties and everything. Terrifying. It was, like, it was like Castle Freak. That's what I thought of it as. Yeah. 
Castle Freak meets The Hills Have Eyes meets, I don't know, maybe maybe Don't Breathe because of the Detroit shitty neighborhood yeah, atmosphere, yeah. maybe. Yeah, great movie. What my number two for sure, as well as yours. It, it was it was amazing. I could watch it I over and over again. Shit all over. All right, let, let, let me start with the. Uh, why is it called Barbarian? <laughs> it, it, it is a good question. Okay, I guess the guy Richard Brink's a barbarian. Th- th- no, that wasn't a barbarian. All right. So first off, the title is the worst title I've ever heard for a movie. I get she's a messed up creature but like why she's so strong nothing's explained what why, why does this girl have the strength that she has i didn't understand because she's inbred that makes her strong <laughs> shit i've been living in this place more than 15 years and she ain't never came in this mother might also be the grandchild of someone inbred. Maybe it gives you like superhuman strength if you. That's a lot of babies because uh, it didn't resonate. That like I get everything you were saying about like I liked everything about the Airbnb and then that dude helping. I'm like I was like everybody else. Clearly he's the dude, and then no, he's not. He's dead. I was I I didn't mind the whole. I did find it weird that she returned to a house in the middle of a neighborhood with one nice looking house. Like she's a girl. Like out of all, <laughs> like I didn't think she'd be gone, gone. You know, like I will take my chances. I'm not coming back. But and the biggest thing is, um, you know, let's just hope everybody didn't see. It, but the ending that that thing could survive a fall and hit concrete, <laughs> but a bullet. I was just like, uh, that's all I was sitting at the end. Like, what did I watch? Like, I, who wrote this thing? Like, so. I don't like when a bullet ends a horror movie. There's just something about it. I don't like <laughs> Maybe she survived. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, Halloween, the first one, it's just like, yo, six fire shots and then look. Six times. Yeah, yeah. Six <laughs> times, yo. So, yeah. that shot him six times. It, 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 I don't have a hate for it, but I don't get what everybody's jumping about. That's like huge points off for me. So, But the title I, I, alone bothers the crap out of me. I think I think the street name is Barbary. I don't know, but like, listen, if they hired the Barbarian from the WWF, like that's a guy I'd have been petrified of because he's a badass. But like, you know, just like here's this girl with like you know messed up titties and stuff. I was like uh, skinny. I'm like I don't know. I'm not into this. Sorry, it didn't work. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be like. A hidden like you don't belong here, you know. Like, yeah, I I didn't know what I was gonna see, but no. So, but uh, if we're gonna flip to my number two, and then this will be my ending because I was again say Pearl and X are my number one. This recently had a this had a lot of hype all year, and it just came out, and I'm so happy I saw it. Pray for the devil. You haven't seen it yet. That I have not seen. Okay, you probably only because it's been probably been out not even a month, so I'm not gonna uh, for for that I won't spoil. But every movie since The Exorcist has been human human shit. Besides, uh, like the the exorcism of Emily Rose, and this brings it back. It's a it's a beautiful it's a good story too. Everything makes sense. It's not called The Barbarian or anything, but but. <laughs> but 
they everything gets explained and the pacing's great and the acting's good and you still get those old school jump scares of you know demon possession stuff and i I like the whole idea of it's like the nuns and the priest and all that's like there this is a school for that you know how, how you do exorcism and and everything so i'm well into this there's a lot of text at the beginning about like that there's a school for that in boston and if you look it all up i think it's all made up for the movie but the story is supposed to be loosely based on a real life story just like the exorcist was it wasn't a little girl it was a boy you know that was you know so and that actually took place in a church they, I they think shut, i've heard of this now they, they but... shut a church down for 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 six months and yeah to get it out of this kid and that's where the help me thing happened. And they took that and put it in the movie. So did you say that the real exorcism from the exorcist took place in Georgetown? Is that what you just said? I I don't know if it took place in Georgetown, but it was a really, it was based on a, on a, on a 15 year old boy, not a girl because they had to change it up to private. Cause the kid doesn't want to be interviewed. Like, you know, so he, you know, but he got taken to a church. They shut a church down. The Vatican came in for six weeks doing all their things to get it, get it out. And they said, like, really sworn secrecy. You're not supposed to say, but it leaked that, you know, it said, help me on the, on the oh, stomach. So they took that and threw it in the script. Mm. Yeah. Oh, so awesome. That's, 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 where, that, that's where that came from. Crazy. So, yeah. So this movie, I lost you guys. I've seen a lot of these these exorcist movies and they're so bad they're so bad and when i saw this trailer i popped and i'm like don't let me down and it didn't let me down so everybody pray for the devil go check that out especially if like demon possession and all that and this is thing you guys gotta check that out and i think it's like 20 dollars on demand right now that's how new it is i don't know why they released it in december why would you not release it in october i don't i don't know but they that's what they did (laughs) they they released the Exorcist around December, didn't they? Like I don't right know. between Christmas don't know and New Year's. So I don't know. Remember? <laughs> yeah, none of us were. Mm-hmm. All right. So it's just me, my number one, then, right? Yep, yep, sir. All right. We we talked about it a couple of times already. My number one is X. It's Boogie Nights meets Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's what I think <laughs> of it as. <laughs> And yeah. I like like uh, Barbarian. I watched it, knowing nothing about it. So I I thought it was gonna be like a movie about like the occult or something. I knew nothing about. It, so as soon as that old lady stabbed the fuck out of that kid, yeah, and almost decapitated him, I was like, holy shit! It's about killer old people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that really uh, took a a. a tw- a turn, a turn, a hard turn for me, and you know, I I loved it from the start of the movie. I loved the cast, but as soon as that happened, I was sold. You know, that next stabbing oh, yeah. scene was was brutal. Oh yeah, and, and I did not know that that was Mia Goth until after I left the movies. Yeah, well, I told you it took me a while to watch it, and I'm glad I did. But I didn't even put two 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 together when they said X. I was just like, why is it called X? And then they're like, dude, it's about they're making a porn movie. And I, like, I rushed to watch. It. I was like, like, all right, <laughs> okay. 
There's like that, and there's like Rated X with Charlie Sheen and Emilio Estevez. That's a way underrated movie about the Mitchell brothers that made Behind the Green Door. That's a great movie. Everyone should check out. It's called Rated X. And then there's like Boogie Nights. And that's like that's like it for me, like movies that are about porn that are awesome. You know, the X is right there too. It was uh, that the movie was more about how they were like it was like pre Deep Throat, right? So where they were trying to make this was like a time period where they were trying to make porno movies more mainstream. I'm pretty sure that's. Are you talking about the, X or, or rated X that I just brought up? With X. Charlie? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, back then, dude, you, porns were in theaters. Like it was yeah. like go watch a movie where like 15 minutes of acting, then some smacking and keep going. So it, you were like making a living, like a real living, not like now, you know? So yeah, that was big. And that dude was, you know, hey, I'll pimp my own girlfriend now. And then she, you know, the Mia Goth character, she's she's believing she's going to go to Hollywood. If that's what they all said. Like, yeah, yeah, this is what you do. <laughs> then you go to Hollywood next. That's not, <laughs> that's not how it works, you know? So yeah, they were they were playing porn movies in like the same theaters they were playing like like what like grindhouse type movies like yeah horror movies that were probably too violent for like mainstream theaters probably like you, you guys got to realize there's a, or something there's a reason like there's a movie called Taboo and Debbie does Dallas and Sodom and Gomorrah and, and devil and Miss Jones. Like those movies jump out at you when you say porn names, because they did so much money in the movie. Theater. behind the green door, I think made the most. And that's what rated X is about because of about Marilyn mm -hmm. Chambers was the Irish spring girl grown up. And everyone was like, Oh my God, like a, someone crossed over to our world. So that made huge media news. And Debbie does Dallas used all the uh, Dallas Cowboys stuff, and they sued. If they didn't sue, it wouldn't have got it. <coughs> and that's why WS Dallas exploded. So porn back then was putting mainstream songs in, like like Bait and Icon, sue us, sue us, sue us. We want the marketing, we want the marketing. So the best thing to do was to stay away. No one just let them have it. You know, so that I'm was going to have to see Rated X now. It looks interesting. A great movie. It was made for Showtime, uh, directed by Emilio Estevez, but it's about the the Artie and Jimmy Mitchell, and like there was a murder. It's a real, it's a real freaking awesome movie. Uh, but it's the be closest thing you'll get to a Boogie Nights. But it's, yeah. a, it's a it's a dark movie, but it takes you back to that, you know, college kids like walking down the street, like you look like a stud. You want to be in a movie? Like, oh hell yeah! It's like oh, people it's, are getting recruited off the streets. Yeah. It was very, very sleazy back then. But it was everyone that was like when everyone was exploring, though, too, you know? Yeah. So, you know, that's you know, every 10 years, whatever treads happening turns the lame anyway. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> if you don't believe it, look at the clothes you were wearing 10 years ago and then 10 years before that, and you'll scream. So, you know, it's just kind of how it is. <laughs> That's why I'm just wearing a plain crew neck shirt. I don't think this will ever get. The reason I wear a lot of plain shit too. Like I just like don't, <laughs> don't, don't try. <laughs> don't try. Don't give them ammo. <laughs> but uh, I think we're good there, Alex. Right? You got any more? I said my number one. Now we could shout out some stuff that didn't quite make the top five, and then we could shit on a couple of movies. Well, I shit on half of your guys' uh, choices anyway. So I, <laughs> <laughs> I try not to be that guy. I just, you know, you ask, I got to tell. <laughs> well, I'll shout out a couple of other movies I enjoyed. 
in 2022 first. I was going my letterbox. That's where I saved all of them. Movies that I did like. Crimes of the Future. Christmas Bloody Christmas. Smile. I know you didn't like that one, Lauren. (laughs) Hellraiser. The Sadness. And I also saw a movie at the Colonial Theater that no one really knows about yet. The Barn Coat? Hey Ride to Hell. Oh, okay. Starring Bill Mosley. And nice. It was. It, it wasn't. All right, it wasn't a good movie, but it was so fucking fun. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. So I, uh, I like Smile. There was a couple. Uh, there's two Shutter movies I wanted to say that I enjoyed. I mean, they're kind of cringy in parts, but uh, Deadstream was was pretty entertaining, and. Not all of VHS ninety nine, but most of VHS ninety nine was fun too. So I'm yeah. kind of those uh, found John footage Wolf. style. My friend I'll John, as, Wolf, he he uh, he helps produce those VHS movies. I'll watch them as long as they come out. I mean, I don't. They're not. I don't think anything will compare to the first two, but any anything that style, I'll I'll eat it all up. Cool. Yeah, there there was a couple of segments in VHS ninety nine that I enjoyed, but it was the ending it was segment I liked was, was fun. And then the well, yeah, I mean we could we could go into the whole movie, but it it is it was just fun. I guess the, the good thing about those is you could just watch the ones that you, you like, you know, the segments that yeah. you like. Yeah, like in ninety four, everyone's favorite was that Android one. Or the cyborg? No, nah, th- that was insane. Yeah, it was. That was a lot of a lot of graphics and a lot, lot of that. That movie wasn't shot in a, two weeks or anything. That took a while. <laughs> I like to tell you I have a longer list to add and shouts out, but I'm I, I'm gonna have to shout out and say everyone needs to do better because I don't have any more. <laughs> I noticed that no one mentioned uh, the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre and oh, that's that's on my five. shit list. Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> Speaking of woke. Speaking of woke, Lauren. Oh my God! <laughs> well, they couldn't decide what team they were on if they were on the woke team or the anti-woke team. I mean, yeah, that's true. I too. just I didn't know who that movie was catered towards. I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> I don't know where Lauren is. He'll be back though. Oh, yeah, that, you lost him. It just I couldn't figure I couldn't figure out what what audience was. It was it was yeah. strange. Oh, I mean, I never, I'm not going to say I'm not going to watch the next one because there'll be a next one and I'll watch it, but I'm not excited for it. Yeah, neither am I. I they did Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 Leatherface Dirty by writing them off. Yeah, yeah. But, Texas, I mean... Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 is by far the best. The best. Oh yeah, we we've 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 talked about that one in detail. Yeah, where did Lauren but, go? Uh, he must have his computer must have crapped out. Yeah. Another one that uh, I can't quite decide if I liked or didn't like, but was uh, Scream Scream Five. You liked it? I don't know. There was parts to it I liked. Uh, it was kind of predictable, but at the same time, it was—it's a scream movie, you know what I mean? They're all 
That's what I was thinking. They can't too. go wrong, but but they can't reinvent themselves, you know. The new scream that came out last year was was decent for a scream sequel. I think it was better than I think it was better than two and three, and um, I didn't like how it was just called Scream because it wasn't a requel like they kept on saying it was. Yeah, right, right. But I watched it again recently for the first time since it came out, and I enjoyed it. Yeah, I guess we're going to get the new one pretty early within this year, so. Yeah, Ghostface Takes Manhattan coming out in uh, April, I think. So, you know, I'm I'm a sucker, and I'll, you know, give them, give them my money. I'll see it in the theater. I'll be there so. for sure. Any others you want to shout out? Or That's really about it. Or sucked? Um, The only other movie I have that I noted that was just not good was uh, They Slash Them. Oh, terrible. I hated it. (laughs) I mean, uh, who was was it? Um, Kevin Bacon. Bacon. I thought thought he could redeem it, but, I mean, Jesus, it was just a mess. Yeah, they definitely didn't know what they wanted to do with it, like whether or not they – like I think it would have been better if it was just it would have been scarier if the movie was just like about an abusive conversion camp, but then they like they throw yeah. this killer they throw this killer into the mix and it just confuses everything all over the place. Just a mess. Yeah. And pray that I wouldn't say it was ex- exactly horror horror sci-fi. I suggest seeing that. See That's it. all. That's on Hulu. Are you a Predator fan at all? I've not seen any Predator movies, actually, so. Oh, okay. (laughs) And it's not that that I don't want to. It's just something that I haven't sat down and paid good attention to yet, you know? Yeah. The one movie I think is overrated, the most overrated movie of 2022 was Hellbender. Did you see Hellbender? No, no. Okay. I uh, I almost watched it, but it just what give me give me a quick rundown without spoiling too much, but what's what's the plot of that one? The thing is there's not really much of a plot to it. It's like about like a mom that's a witch and her daughter is a witch too. Their witches are like devil worshipers I, I think they're witches but like it just doesn't go anywhere they just like hang out it's just a movie where they just hang out and talk all the time and they they do some like voodoo stuff every now and then but it couldn't it didn't keep my interest at all and people are like yo hellbenders like the best movie of 2022 it's so good so nothing really happens in it <laughs> It was really, really indie too. It was directed by the same people that acted in it. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's about that's about it for this year, though, or last year, I guess. Yeah. Looking forward to the new year. Can't wait for Evil Dead Rise. Fuck yeah! Seen the trailer for that yet? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, Lauren got kicked off, and he's not coming back because computer's acting up. 
Yeah, well, we got his list at least. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. So we'll wrap it up. Anything else you want uh, to yeah, say? Yeah, or? yeah. Before I hop off, I just want to quickly plug uh, doing vocals in a new band called Sucka What. Um, we're on Facebook, Instagram, S U K K A W U T M D H C. Sucka What. Maryland Hardcore. We got a demo coming out in March. We got a single right now that's literally waiting for the fucking dumbass distribution company to upload it to Spotify. So um, keep an eye out on that shit. Don't start and undropped our demo uh, last last fall. Probably not going to be doing too much this year because the baby and all, but trying to write and, and put out some music at least. So isn't there a video of someone getting knocked out there and suck a what? Yeah, yeah. That uh my my buddy Taylor kicked some dude in the face. And I mean he was cool about it. Like the kid bought a shirt and everything. He was stoked, but yeah, that's the, awesome. Uh, the the clip went around the internet pretty wild. I mean, I don't have a TikTok, but apparently it's got like a million views on TikTok or some shit like that. So. It, it's always cool to see someone get hit pretty hard in the pit and they're like, it's all good, man. You got to love a nice spin kick with good style. <laughs> That's what it's all about. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing Sucker What. The, you guys got a band camp, right? Well, so they have a, they got music out. There's an old demo from a couple of years ago, but it's different vocalists. So they, they've actually been around for a bit. I just recently joined. So the music they have up right now was with uh, their old vocalist who actually plays drums now. So. Oh, okay. That's so on band. Man. It's on Bandcamp, Spotify, all that. Pretty much everywhere. Everywhere you can find music, YouTube. Hell yeah, man! Well, thanks again for having me on. Um, I have a feeling there'll be some cool movies this year coming out that we'll have a chance to talk about at some point. So yeah, for sure, we gotta get you, we gotta get you on before the baby's born. And I know definitely, for me as definitely. well, soon, as soon as the baby's born, uh, I won't be able to do this as much. So I'm trying to get as much yeah, right. out, of, out of it as possible before the baby's sure. born. Especially yep, the I'm right there year. with you, man. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yep, I'm right there with you. All right, man. Well, congratulations again, and uh, thanks for everything. I'll, 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 I'll catch you next time. Thanks for having hey, me you on. you as well. Thanks for ha- coming on, man. Anytime, bro. All right, man. Peace out. Later. Well, I would like to thank Lauren for also for coming on the show. He had some connection problems, so he's out. Uh, and also a shout out to Horror Flicks and Guitar Picks podcast. Tim was supposed to be on to join us today, but he unfortunately couldn't make it. So check those guys out as well. Till next time. I'm out.